0: amen and amen good afternoon central park baptist church hey good afternoon to y'all we're doing okay amen glad to hear what we'd like to do at this time if you're able to rise we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn 124 hymn 124 hymn 124 Christ will meet you there Come while he waits for you And listen to his voice Leave him with your care And begin life anew Kneel at the cross Leave every care Kneel at the cross at the cross, there is room for all who will his glory share, bliss their ways, how can there befall, those who are anchored there, kneel at the cross. the cross, Jesus will meet you there, I kneel at the cross, give your idols up, look unto realms above, turn not away to life's sparkling cup, trust only in his love, in the at the cross, me every care. Lead at the cross. That Jesus will meet you there. Amen.
1: Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today that we can gather together. As a church, Father, to worship you and worship your son, Jesus Christ, amen. we just pray, Father, that everything that's said and done here today will honor and glorify Christ, yeah, Father. Amen. If there's one here who doesn't know you as Savior and Lord, mm-hmm. may they come to know you before they leave this place today. Yeah, yeah. Bless your words as it's preached, Father, be with the pastor as he preaches, for we ask it in Jesus' name,
0: amen. Amen, amen. amen and amen. Amen. If you'll. Remain resting upon your feet. We'd like for you to join us in singing Hymn 376, Hymn 376, A Shelter in the Time of Storm. Sing along. The Lord's our rock, and Him we hide, a shelter in the time of storm. Care whatever it'll be tied a shelter in the time of jesus is a rock oh jesus is a rock in a weary land a weary land a weary land oh jesus is the rock in a weary land a shelter in a time of stone a shade by day a shade by day, defense by night, a shelter in the time of storm. No fears alarm, no foes of fright, a shelter in a time of storm. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land, a weary land, a weary land. Oh, Jesus is a rock. In a weary land A shelter in a time of storm The raging storms may round us beat. A shelter in a time of storm We'll never leave our safe retreat A shelter in the time of storm Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land, a weary land, a weary land. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land, a shelter in the time of storm. Oh, rock divine. Oh, rock divine. Oh, refuse, dear. A shelter in the time of storm. Be thou a helper ever near. A shelter in the time of storm. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. A weary land, a weary land. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. A shelter in a time of storm, amen.
1: You may be seated. Welcome to Central Park Baptist Church this afternoon. We're glad that you're back for our afternoon service. It's been good. I don't know. I hope you got a good lunch, amen, and that you're not too groggy from eating, amen, amen. So let me give you a few announcements. Don't forget about our ladies' Bible study, uh, Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning. It's a a wonderful time of fellowship around the word of God and I want to encourage you to come ladies You do not have to be a member of Central Park Baptist Church in order to attend this All you have to do is come and attend it's at 10 o'clock and everyone is welcome. Amen And then don't forget about our ladies uh, retreat Uh, They'll be leaving this weekend the 9th and the 10th of September And they'll be leaving for First Baptist Church in Meadowview, which is Mesquite, Texas They'll be leaving about 4:20, so we're asking that all the ladies be here about four o'clock. Uh, and so, if you have any questions, please see Mrs. White; she'll fill you in on with other information. If you need a ride, we are using the church van. Am I right? And so, if you need do need a ride and you want to leave your car here, you you may do that. But the la- the van will be leaving at 4:20. Amen. Right? Okay, 4:20. All right. Always want to make sure our kids are are very active upstairs in our junior church program and in in also in our uh, ch- uh, in our Sunday schools and we try to encourage them to do the right thing, bring the right things. one of the greatest tools you could ever have is your Bible. Yeah. amen everything you know about God comes from the Word of God. We don't know anything other than uh, uh, about God other than that. All the books that are written about the Bible still, all come written about the Bible because the Bible is the main book. So we encourage our children to bring their Bibles to Sunday school and junior church because it's important for them to know that the word of God or the Bible is the word of God. So we encourage them by using Baptist books. Amen. We pay them off. (laughs) They can get $100, they can get $50, various things, Bible memory verses uh, for bringing their Bible, bringing a visitor, they get more money. And so they collect all this money up and they can get thousands of dollars. And so we spend it once a month in our... uh, our old-fashioned country store upstairs, across from our uh, junior church department. If you've never seen it, maybe one day you could go upstairs and take a look at it. It's on the. If you get up the steps, you turn left. You go down to the, the near the end of the hallway. It's the very last door on the right side. The door's always closed, but you can go in there and pop pop your head in, see what it's like. But we give things away to the kids. Things that you've given to us, amen. Things that you've donated to the church is what the children buy their gifts. Uh, And things from the store. Now, many of the kids have learned to buy uh, their grandparents' gifts. They've bought uh, Christmas gifts, uh, birthday gifts, anniversary gifts for their parents, grandparents, and others, uh, birthday gifts for their brothers and sisters out of the store. And it's very exciting to watch them give. Some of the kids will even give a tithe in the offering plate uh, on a weekly basis of the money they receive, which is wonderful. Amen. Yeah. It's a wonderful teaching right. method. So uh, we need help with the with the country store. And what we need help in is material that's in there. If you could uh, purchase something, there's a list in the bulletin of some things that you could purchase, uh, things that will help our kids be able to purchase something Uh, from the country store. Boys like balls and bats. and uh, I'll tell you, any artistic stuff we get is the first things to go in our store. And we have ladies that work up there every time the kids are are there, and that's a wonderful thing, but we need to get things for them. So if you could help with that, we're taking a a collection uh, of things that you'd like to donate. If you have something laying around the house that you just don't know what to do with anymore, and you think a kid might like that, because they like jewelry, they like Knickknacks, knacks give your dog a bone type things, you know. Uh, they like all those kind of things. And so if you want to bring those, I'm sorry, just if it goes through, it comes out. And uh, so if you want to help in that way, we surely would appreciate that. Don't forget about soul next Saturday at 930 in the morning. Then mark your calendars for our mission uh, conference. Our missions conference will be March 10th or 12th through 16th uh, in the evening and every night at 530. 5.30 in the evening. What did I, what did I say? I, march? Well, if you come in march, <laughs> on those days, I promise I'll stand here and I'll preach you a missions message, a message. amen? But in the meantime, it's October, amen? <laughs> October. Uh, uh, I got to quit doing some things, you know? uh, but uh, it's in October. It's a missions conference. You'll have a good time. Thank you very much. Appreciate you coming. <laughs>
2: Please read your bulletin, all right? There's a reason why we have these, okay? So read those, all right? Uh, and be careful what you put in the, the uh, store for the kids because it may come back. That's It may be a gift later, so, uh, but anyway, we, but we appreciate you doing that. Uh, September 17th, we need to have a, um, a work day uh, out here in the fenced area, brother robbie's been out there cleaning that up but we need to try to clean that up as good as possible so that we can get our bus in there and try to cover it up we're looking at maybe trying to fix a uh, kind of a carport thing out there for it uh, with so it's not sitting out in the sun weather is a killer for stuff like that so uh, we there's room out there we just need to clean it up a little bit so Men, September 17th, ladies, if y'all want to come, there'll be plenty, y'all can do stuff wherever, in here, you know, I mean, if you want to, I don't know, rake leaves or whatever, so, uh, but come, uh, then we'll have, we're going to feed you, amen, Amen. hot dogs, see, I, I was waiting to see if you said amen before I told you I was eating, uh, but there'll be something to eat that day for lunch, it'll be after soul winning that morning, and uh, so that's September 17th, so write that down, if we can get that done to where we can get our bus in there, you know, instead of sitting out here in the open, that would uh, that would be great. Okay, read your bulletin for everything else. Please don't forget following the afternoon service. We're gonna go back here and we're gonna have a stoning for Brother Marco. Miss <laughs> Eva said if we do that, she'd give it, give us fifty bucks. Okay. So, Anyway, but we're going to have a uh, uh, just a deal back here, Brother Marco's birthday. So just stop, hey. stop in, even if, if for just a few minutes, hey. eat a piece of cake. All right, tell him uh, you appreciate him, and uh, and so be a part of that. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. May the Lord bless you as you give. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, again for our church family. And um, thank you, Lord, that uh, we can come and enjoy ourselves. Lord, at church we ought to be able to uh, enjoy being around our brothers and sisters in Christ. So. Uh, I'm thankful for that today. So, Lord, please please be, uh, bless bless the uh, fellowship to follow. Uh, God, I pray your blessing upon the food and the fellowship. Lord, we pray that you'd bless his offering. Uh, God, please bless the gift and the giver, and we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have an offering, you please come.
0: and amen. If you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing Hymn uh, 633. Hymn 633. We'll do all verses of Hymn 633, and afterwards, please greet each other as we prepare for the afternoon special. Hymn 633. Sing along. I am so glad that our Father in heaven Tell of his love in the book he has given Wonderful things in the Bible I see This is the dearest that Jesus loves me I am so glad that Jesus Jesus loves me Jesus loves me, Jesus loves me I am so glad that Jesus loves me Jesus loves even me Though I forget him And wander away Still he doth love me Wherever I stray Back to his dear loving Arm would I flee When I remember that Jesus loves me I am so glad that Jesus loves me Jesus loves me Jesus loves me, Jesus loves me. I am so glad that Jesus loves me Jesus loves me. There Me, Oh, if there's only one song I can sing, when in his beauty I see the great King, this shall my song in eternity be. Oh, what a wonder that Jesus loves me. I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. me. I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves even me. I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves even me. Amen. Please greet each other at this time. Singing his praises Wherever I go Once in the stillness Of that late midnight hour I felt the presence Of the Lord's saving power I fell on my knees and I cried to him there, O merciful Savior, hear lost sinners' prayer, Well, every hour and every soul, I'm singing his praises wherever I go, I'll never forget that, that night on my knees, the joy of that hour has never left me. Is life's sweetest memory this world tries to erase? I'm saved by his mercy, redeemed by his grace. Well, every hour and every day. The rock of my soul, I'm singing his praises. my soul I'm singing his praises wherever I go I'm singing his praises
2: Had a request while it up here, but I sang with him anyway. <laughs> amen. I like that song. Good song. 2 Chronicles chapter 30. Second Chronicles chapter 30. I just want to read a verse to get us started, all right? 2 Chronicles chapter 30, and uh, look in verse 21. And when you find your place, say amen. That's not very many. 2nd Chronicles, page 419. 2nd Chronicles is right after 1st Chronicles, okay? Just in case, all right? 2nd Chronicles chapter 30, and uh, uh, look in verse 21. Found your place, Amen. amen. Very good. It says, And the children of Israel that were present at Jerusalem kept the feast of the unleavened bread seven days with great gladness, and the Levites and the priests praise the Lord. Here's them words. What does it say? Day by day. day by day. Singing with loud instruments unto the Lord. Dear Father, I pray that you'd again bless Lord as we come before you and study in your word. I pray God that you'd help me Lord again to rightly divide your word of truth. And Lord help me to be an encouragement. Uh, God as well as a challenge to folks that are here today. Uh, God I'm thankful for our folks that are here on this Labor Day uh, holiday. I pray God that you'd. Uh, bless them, Lord, in a special way. Bless the reading of Your Word, in Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. Last two weeks, we've talked about how to deal with temptation on a daily basis. We've talked about how to deal with sin, because once sin or once uh, we, temptation, we give into temptation, it turns into sin. temptation is just temptation, and t- as long we don't, sin. you know, as long as we don't give into it, but when we give into it, then it becomes sin. But when God delivers us from it, then it ought to turn into praising. Amen? Amen. And that's what we're talking about here. Again, in verse 21, look what it says. And the children of Israel that were present at Jerusalem kept the feast of unleavened bread seven days with great gladness. And the Levites and the priests praised the Lord day by day, singing with loud instruments unto the Lord. Now, if you turn over to Psalm chapter 119 and look at verse 164... While you're turning there, I'll go ahead and read it. It says, Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy, of thy righteous judgments." Now, what's going on is... I think this thing just went on. Yep. <laughs> no, here. Uh, if you l- notice that, it says, Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgment. Now, when he spoke of praising the Lord seven times a day... Uh, it meant an indefinite number. It's kind of like when Peter, you remember Peter says, Lord, how how often should I forgive them? What yeah, did he yeah. say, what did he say? Seven times seven, you know? Yeah. Okay. You know, Peter was trying to put a limitation on forgiveness. He said, Lord, now, oh, right. they really mess up a lot. There's only a certain amount of times that I can forgive this guy. Uh, I mean, well, at least that's what we think. Right, right. But God, the Lord, God told him, the Lord Jesus said, 70 times seven, Peter. In other words, he's telling Peter an indefinite number of times. Well, that's what this is talking about here in Psalm 119, verse uh, 164. It's talking about an indefinite amount of times we ought to praise the Lord. And, And the idea is that our day ought to be filled with praise. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. It says, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God. Every once in a while, turn over, I want you to see it. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. Hebrews chapter 13. You know, it's amazing how the Old Testament, now this may shock you a little bit, how the Old Testament and the New Testament, you know, they kind of go together. That's why they're all in one book together, you know. Uh, But it says in Hebrews 13 and 15, it says, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God when? I guess that you now for the 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 Greek for the word continually means all the time. Uh-huh. 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 I don't know. I just said that, you know, but but that's it means all the time. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks uh, to His name. Now, when it comes to praise, I want you to see three things real quick. And the first thing is that praise ought to be a common practice. Amen. Amen. That's right. You know, in some places, even some churches. Praise is restrained. It's rebuked sometimes. I mean, uh, for some folks, praise is embarrassing. Deal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with me. y'all. say amen. Yes, so they don't. But uh, when we look at our text, we can see that praise ought to be a common thing. It ought to be a common practice. It, it, it ought to be something that's normal and not the exception. So, uh, and so let me give you a little background here in, in uh, uh, Second Chronicles chapter 30. When you go back and read, you'll find that Hezekiah, he has taken the throne. And when he came to the throne, he found that the spiritual conditions of Judah was wicked at best, okay? The temple had been desecrated. Go back and read it. The priests were uh, were defiled and the system of offerings, of, of, the, of offering the uh, of sacrificial offerings and the feast, they had all but stopped. So when he took the throne, he immediately took the necessary steps to reinstate temple worship. You know, there's some things in our life when we, listen, when we go wrong some places, we ought to take care of it immediately. You know, we are a people of procrastination. You know, my son, he is really, I'm, I praise the Lord, and keep praying for him. He's doing well, by the way. But he is, he is the, uh, or used to be the poster child for, can I do it tomorrow? <laughs> you know, the best, day to, uh, the best day to do anything, you know when it is? Tomorrow. Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, we procrastinate. But if something goes on in our life, listen, we ought to take care of it immediately. Well, that's what is going on with Hezekiah. He sees all these things. So he immediately takes the necessary steps to reinstate them, first being temple worship. Look in chapter 30 and verse 1, it says, And Hezekiah sent to all Israel and Judah and wrote letters also to Ephraim and Manasseh that they should come to the house of the Lord at uh, at Jerusalem to keep the Passover unto the Lord Lord God of Israel. Hezekiah said, Hey, we got to get this worship thing back together. This is what God expects out of us. So he's trying to get things together. The observing of the Passover had been established by God as a yearly practice, but due to the spiritual decline of the people, they quit. And listen, worship's not always easy. It's not always going to be convenient. But it's always going to be right. It's always going to be something that God wants from us and expects of us. So Hezekiah is getting that together. Look in verse 5. It says, So they established a decree to make proclamation throughout all Israel, from Beersheba even to Dan, that they should come to, look what it said, what's the next few words? Keep the Passover. Amen? I mean, unto the Lord God of Israel at Jerusalem, for they had not done it of a long time in such sort as it was written. Listen, God help us never to get to that place where worship has been something that we haven't, man, we haven't done that in a long time. Listen, uh, 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 praise and worship ought to be common. So Hezekiah, he he cleansed the temple, he sanctified the priests, he restored their worship, and he called for the sacrifices to be offered. So he's restored and reestablished those things that ought to have been common or normal. For Judah and for Israel. Everything we notice about this involves praising God. Look in verse 21 again. Notice the praise that was offered. It was offered with great gladness. Those words, great gladness, they mean exceeding joy. They mean pleasure. And it means, again, rejoicing. This was an exciting time. It was a, a time of praise for the children of Israel. And, and if you also look in verse 21, it says, The priest praised the Lord. Amen. Now, I thought, Amen. you know, it's always a good thing when the preacher gets involved. Amen? Amen? I mean, think about it. But notice that to, I thought was kind of funny or ironic is the people started praising and the preacher was going, Man, look at that. <laughs> I think that's something we ought to be doing. Amen. It, shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't the preacher be the one that's leading? I mean, after all, he's the under-shepherd. He ought to take the leadership role. So here's the... The Bible says the priest praise the Lord. That word praise is the Hebrew word Allah. And it means to shine. It means hence to make a show or to boast. Now the watch, the priests were not uh, shining or, or making a show or boasting about self... They're making a show of this. They're not making a show of this flesh, but they're boasting about the praise and, and praising the goodness and the glory of Almighty God. Amen. Listen, too much nowadays going on in worship is, has become about this flesh. It's become about, about me and about what we're doing to make this flesh. Listen, it's not about us. Uh, when we praise, it's about praising God. It's about Him. And so it's about, listen, that word boasting means praise. Psalm chapter 44, verse 8. It says, watch this. It says, in God we boast all the day long and praise thy name forever. That word boast, again, is the same thing that means praise. It means to make us show or to shine. Listen, if we praise, then it ought to make him shine, not us. Right. Then we can all say Amen. So the priests, they were boasting or lifting up the Lord. And praise is an act where we boast, watch as we boast the Lord. The word describes the behavior of David over in 1 Samuel chapter 21 and verse 13 where it uses the word mad and it means the same as the word praise. It would be good if, if people that want to be critics of scripture would do a little word study every once in a while and see what words mean. Instead of, listening, because what they mean then or in the Hebrew or the Greek is very, it, very different than what we think it means. The English vocabulary is limited. Right. Yeah. But the Greek and the Hebrew, it is not. It's very specific. And so we see here, again, the word mad in 1 Samuel 21, it means the same as praise. Uh, here in our text in Second Chronicles 30 and 21. Psalm chapter 5 and verse 5, it says, Watch the foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Now this is talking about those who are not saved. It's saying that those who are not saved or those who are uh, outsiders from the things of God looking in, that they don't understand those that are praising God. Amen? I mean, it sounds like, here's that word, foolishness to them. Uh, Those who are saved are... Praising the Lord, listen, you look strange to the people outside that are lost, even folks that, that are out backsliding away from God. You know, somebody gets happy over here or, and we say, praise the Lord. And then somebody over there is going, what is the matter with them? Now, wait a minute. Praise ought to be a common thing. If we're saved, we've got something to praise the Lord about. It's a common thing. But to the lost and... To those that are outside of God, it's strange. Somebody said this. Well, They say, man, you're just a nut. Well, I may be a nut, but I'm screwed on the right bolt. Amen. 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 Verse 25 and verse 26, it says they rejoiced, and there was great joy. It had been a while since there had been anything like that when when all the time that praise should have been normal. Look in verses 25 through 30. I'll not take the time to read that, but I want you to read it if you would, please. Verse 25, it tells us that their praise and worship was, watch, according to the commandment of David. And this is important, and this will help us today. According to the commandment of David, and watch, and was, what, by the commandment of the Lord. If you look in verse 27, it says it was ordained by David. Because their praise, watch this, was ordained, it was ordered. All right? Are you catching this so far? Are you catching what I'm throwing? Say amen. amen. All right. Well, then, if you haven't yet, yeah, you, you hang on. Psalm chapter 147 and verse 7. It says, praise ye the Lord. For it is good to sing praises unto our God. For it is present and praise is comely. Amen. Praise is beautiful in the eyes of God. Praise is comely. That word comely means suitable, fitting, appropriate. That's important. Praise should be a common practice. Listen, in the things of God. Watch it. There was nothing since this praise was ordained and it was ordered. There was nothing out of order or inappropriate in their behavior. Now I want to just, y'all think about that. It was nothing inappropriate in their behavior. I, now, I, I, it's been a while, but I've been, in, I've been in services where people get a little carried away sometimes. It, it never takes away from the preaching of the Word of God. It never detracts from what's going up here. But there's some people, listen, I'm telling you, they'll get happy and they'll say, praise the Lord, or, hallelujah. I've seen them uh, make a lap around the building every once in a while. But listen, but it's all due to the fact of the moving of the Spirit of God and it never takes away from the preaching of the Word of God. You know what's happened? They got they got happy. And and their, their behavior was not inappropriate. I've seen a lot of worship services where some of the behavior was... Inappropriate, but it wasn't here. It was ordained and it was ordered of God. Praise ought to be a common thing. It ought to be a collective practice. Praise is never out of order in our personal life and it's never out of order in our public life. Look in again verse 1. It's a, it was a collective celebration. We see that the letters and the messengers that Hezekiah sent out, notice what it says, and Hezekiah sent All Israel and all Judah and wrote letters also. I mean, he's including everybody. All Israel. You know why? Because celebration was for everybody. It was a collective thing. Praise was something that everybody ought to be a part of. Listen, it says that he called them to come to the house of the Lord at Jerusalem. The activities and the expressions of praise here were associated with the house of God. Uh, li- listen, when we praise God, I, you don't have to be in here to, to praise Him. Yeah, exactly. There's sometimes you'll be doing something and God will be a blessing to you. We we'll, may be on the job or we could be at the grocery store. And we can just say, well, praise our Lord. Yeah, exactly. And if somebody hears you, okay. Yeah. Listen, I've seen people get happy in the restaurants. Yes, and you know, it's, that's just fine. Praise it ought to be something uh, that we're that we're, it's okay to do in our public life. I, I read this story about a lady who went visited a church, and uh, she was, uh, you know, just visiting. i Had been there in a while, and then the preacher got to preaching, and she the Holy Spirit got to touching her heart, you know. And she was sitting over here just minding her own business, and the the Spirit of God just kind of got to working on her a little bit, and the preacher was doing a good job. and She just sat there and thought, "Well, praise the Lord." And the rest of the congregation went, well, she didn't think anything about it. She was tuned in. She was listening to the preacher. She was listening to the Spirit of God. And he got stir, he, the preacher got stirred up again, and she said, well, thank the Lord. Well, about that time, a couple of the deacons, they thought, huh? who is that? They went up there, and they said, "Ma'am, uh, you've got to stop. And she said, stop what? She said, they said, well, you're, you're, you're interrupting the service. You're interrupting the preacher. She said, well, well, I, I'm, I, got, I just got filled with the Spirit. And, she, and the guy said, well, you didn't get filled here. You know, listen, if the Lord, you know, kind of tweaks your heart a little bit, it's okay to say Amen. amen. I mean, I, I was telling somebody the other day, saying amen is like saying sick them to a bulldog. It's it's okay. I mean, but to some folks, it's a strange thing. It's something that's out of order. I read another story about a mother. She took her three-year-old daughter to church for the first time, and, man, they lowered the lights in the building, and and the praise choir started coming down the aisle, and they were carrying... Uh, candles, that you know, and all this stuff. Well, the little girl just started singing happy birthday. <laughs> and I thought, man, I'm telling you, you know why? Because sometimes praise is foreign to, to some places. And when when it's time to do something, listen, it's just like, man, what do I do here? It's, it's okay to say amen every once in a while. It's okay to say praise the Lord every once in a while. But listen, there, and there, there's no reason why when we come to the house of God, we ought to be so formalistic that we squeeze out the Holy Spirit of God and what's going on. Amen. Amen. Uh, notice it says that it was the voice of joy and praise. Look in verses 18 through 20. It says, For a multitude of the people, even many of Ephraim and Manasseh, Issachar, Zebulun, had not cleansed themselves... Yet did they eat the Passover otherwise than it was written. But Hezekiah prayed for them saying the good Lord pardon everyone. uh, Everyone that prepared his heart to seek God. The Lord God of his fathers though he be not cleansed according to the purification of the sanctuary. You know what's going on here. People the Holy Spirit of God's working on the hearts of people. And there was a way that God expected Hezekiah to take care of all these people. But there were so many of them. Listen, the Passover only lasted a day. I mean, they were there and the Passover was going on and and Hezekiah didn't have time to meet with every one of them individually. So he prayed for them. Listen, you know why? Because God looked on the heart of each individual. Listen, God's not looking on the outside. You may look good, you may smell good today, but listen, I'm telling you, God looks on the heart. And so here we see that God did the same thing and Hezekiah prayed for them and God, listen, he accepted Hezekiah's prayer and God cleansed them so that they could partake of the Passover. Listen, it's a matter of the heart. Things ought to move us. Uh, Wasn't too long ago, just a couple years ago, Sharon and I got to go and uh, while we went to the Pearl Harbor exhibit. That is a neat thing. And when you get off the boat, before you get off, they say, listen, we want to go up here. You take your hats off. There's to be no loud talking. And I mean, they said some other things. And they said, you can go to the wall and you can read the names or do read the, the inscriptions there. But they said, we want to keep this in a reverent attitude, in a reverent spirit. And I thought, man, that's pretty cool. And We went, and I'm telling you, and you lean over the side, and you can still see the oil bubbling up from that ship. Listen, and, and you begin to think of the people that were killed in the attack of Pearl Harbor. I'm telling you, it is a moving event. We also had the opportunity to go see the Vietnam Wall in Washington D.C., and I'd never been there before, and you know, and I'd heard about it, and all this, and and when we got walking, I'm telling you, it, it is a huge memorial. And we begin to walk, and I'm telling you, there are thousands upon thousands of names, and it is overwhelming to go and see all of the names that are etched on that wall of the men and the women that died in the back. Listen, fighting for, listen, because our country sent them to fight. It's a moving thing. And you just stand in awe of what's going on. Well, I want you to understand that there ought to be some places today that move us. In our spirit. And the church ought to be that kind of place. It ought to be a place that we come to. And where we're ready to praise Almighty God. And where we're ready to allow the Spirit of God to move in our hearts. And listen, it ought to move us in our spirit. Not in this flesh. And it ought to move us to praise. Why? Because... God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And He he died on the cross for our sin. That ought to move us. He that knew no sin. I can't even imagine what that's like. Listen, why? Because we're sinful creatures. But He that knew no sin became sin for us. And the Father turned His back on His Son because of sin that you and I committed. That ought to move us. I mean, it ought to speak to our hearts. Uh, the church ought to be that place. Uh, it, it's, it was a collective celebration. Notice in verse 1, it was a collective participation. Now watch that, that's important. Hezekiah gave the command that all Israel and Judah ought to participate. Now the nation Israel was divided during this time. But Hezekiah's call was to, for everybody to come. Listen, the Lord himself gives the call for everybody. He says, come unto me. Here's that little word. All you that labor and are heavy laden. Listen, it's a call for everybody. It's not just a call for one or two or for that part. No, it, listen, it's for everyone to come. Praise in the house of God is a call for every believer. Everybody's included and no one is excluded and if you look in verse 21, it tells us that all Israel kept the feast. Right. Amen. How? With great rejoicing. Amen. Listen, what? There were no spectators. Right. Amen. They were all participators. Listen, we all need to be a participator when it comes to praising God. Amen. If you say, participate. I mean, I'm glad I'm saved. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, he saved me. Uh, and no, listen, he, uh, he, he's coming back to get me one of these days. Wrote my name down, the Lamb's Book of Life. He, he's building me a mansion in heaven. And listen, I'm, it's already there, ready to go for me. But one of these days during the marriage supper of the Lamb, the Bible says that he's going to wait on me. Why? Because he loved me. So for that I'm going to praise His holy name and thank God for Him. Praise ought to be something that we participate collectively. Third thing is, it ought to be continual. Look in verse 21 again. Here's our little phrase. It says, praise, it tells us they did it day by day. Day by day. Uh, Psalm 68, 19. It tells us that blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits Even the God of our salvation Selah That word leadeth It means to impose a burden uh, It talks about a heavy load on someone And what that's telling us is That God loads us down With blessings With benefits Man You know what that means That he puts, he puts a burden on us Of blessings Count your many blessings, name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God had done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. You know, we spend a lot of time complaining. Well, electric bill is up. You know, inflation's killing me, and my my uh, what do you call them? The, uh, my four hundred one k. I don't know. I don't have none of that stuff. But I mean, some of y'all might. admit a minute. I've lost. I've lost this much on my four hundred one k. And you know, wait a minute. Are you saved? Are you headed to heaven? Does this whole world have any, any bearing on that at all? Absolutely not. Well, count your blessings. Listen, we all have something to praise him about. If you woke up this morning with more health than illness, then you're more blessed than the million people who won't survive the week. If you've never experienced the danger of battle, loneliness, of imprisonment, the agony of torture, the pangs of starvation, then you're ahead of 500 million people around the world. If you attend church without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, of death, or, then you're more blessed than almost 3 billion people in the world. If you have food in your refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, a place to sleep, then you're richer than more than 75% of the people in this world. Yeah. If you have some money in the bank, in your wallet, spare change in a dish somewhere in your house, then you're among the top 8% of the world's wealthiest people. That's right. That's right. Listen, we've been blessed. Yeah. I mean, and all we have to do is look for our blessings And we'll see that God's been good to us Amen. You know, God's good uh, Who was it, that, Brother Kevin that sang Who was it that sang that song, God's Been Good the other day Listen, if God were to stop blessing me today I'd still have to say, God's been good If He never blesses me another day I'll still have to say, God's been good. If he took away everything that he's blessed me with up to this point, I would still have to say, God's been good. Yeah. So just that fact alone, listen, we we need to praise him. You know, the children of Israel, they weren't out of the wilderness three days, and they were already complaining. But didn't God get them out? I mean, but you know what? They forgot. They got so focused on what they didn't have, they forgot to thank Him for what they did have. Listen, let me show you the results of praising the Lord daily. I'll I'll just read these, and I'll be done. And I got done early. How about that? The results of praising the Lord, well, I'm not done yet, but I mean, uh, it could be early, okay? The first result is praise directs our thoughts. Praise keeps us focused on the Lord and His goodness and grace in our lives. You can't praise without turning your eyes toward heaven. Yeah. I mean, praise enables us to keep our hearts and minds on the Lord. Um, You know, I tell folks, people can be mad mad at you for a lot of things, but they can't be mad at you for loving them. I mean, how does that sound? Stop loving me! I didn't ask you to love me! That sounds kind of stupid. Listen, uh, praise directs our thoughts toward the Lord, all right? Second thing is praise comforts your heart. It keeps us from getting bogged down and getting bitter. Life is unfair. I don't read anywhere in here from Genesis 1-1 to the end of the book of Revelation that, listen, where God ever says it, life is fair, in fact, the more you read in here, the more you find out that it was unfair to a lot of people in here. Yeah. Joseph? Yeah. Man, that was totally unfair. Yeah. His brothers sold him out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, life's unfair. Yeah. But we, if we're not careful, we get down in the mullet grub sometime and we get to thinking, Man, life is so unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Well, guess what? You're going to wake up in tomorrow, and guess what? You're going to find out. It'll probably be just as unfair tomorrow as it was today. But again, that has no bearing on my salvation. Doesn't have any bearing on on God's goodness to me. So, praise comforts our heart. It keeps us from becoming bitter. Praise forces us to see the Lord in everything, even the bad things that come in life. I mean, um, I read this story. Says, let me read it. It says, I, I, I have in my hands two boxes. Think about this. This pictures in your mind, which God gave me to hold. He said, put all your sorrows in the black box and all your joys in the gold box. It says, I heeded his words, and in the two boxes, both my joys and sorrows I stored. But though the gold became heavier each day, the black was light as before. With curiosity, I opened the black. I wanted to find out why. And I saw in the base of the box a hole from which my sorrows had fallen out. I showed the hole to God. I wonder where my sorrows could be, I thought. God smiled a gentle smile and said, My child, they're all here with me. I asked God why He gave me the boxes. Why the gold and, and the black with the hole? And he said, my child, the gold is for you to count your blessings. The black is for you to let go. Amen. You know, sometimes things happen in our life. I was talking to somebody this morning and I said, listen, take your burden to the Lord, the song says, and leave it there. Don't carry it. We are the world's worst about getting burdens. And we'll come and we'll pray We'll say, Lord, I need you to help me. And I'm going to, you know, here, God, here's my burden. I'm going to throw it on the altar, and I'm going to give it to you, Lord. Please help me. You said, cast all my cares, Lord. And I'm claiming that promise today. And I really need you to help me. I can't take it anymore. I can't bear the burden. God, please help me. And God says, okay, thank you for bringing them to me. And we get up and we go. And we throw them back over our shoulder, and we walk right back to our seat, and we sit down. And then we wonder, Lord, I can't believe He didn't take that burden. I can't believe you—you you said to get, give them to you. I get no, you didn't. You picked them up, and when you went back, you carried them right with you. Right. Right. Listen, we've got to learn how to cast our burdens on the Lord and leave it there. Amen. Amen. Listen, uh, praise comforts our heart. Through number three. Praise glorifies God. Amen. You know, it just glorifies God. I mean, think about how he feels when we praise him. Does your do your kids complain? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're a parent, you know. Come on, parents. I mean, do, if your kids complain, guess what? Hey, welcome to life. That's what I tell my kids. You know, they've got all them now, and they say something. I say, well, welcome to grown-up life. You know, that's what happens. They complain. But I want you to know if we'll just stop for a minute and if we'll just praise him and say, Lord, I know it ain't going real good, but I'm thankful you're in control. Lord, I know that life is unfair, but all things work together to the good to them that love God and are the called according to your purpose. I know that even though it's here, that it's going to work out for my benefit. But help me, Lord, to learn to let you take care of things and allow you to be God. And if we'll just do that, guess what? The burden'll be a whole lot lighter. And I've watched, but listen, I'm telling, you, I've watched people for the last month or so. And sometimes I think, man, I was telling my wife, burdens and trials have gone through Central Park like a dose of Epsom salts, like a dose of castor Yeah. I mean it, it's been it's been something that's really it it's been it's been one and then another and then another and then another, and I see people. Can I tell you today listen god's got you back, Amen. yeah, Amen. and if we'll just learn to praise him day by day now it's hard to praise him when bad things are happening yeah. i I mean if something's bad going on in my life it 's hard for me to say, Lord well. Thank you, Lord, for sending this misery. You know, thank you, Lord, for all the suffering that I'm going through. I'm just, man, just pile it on. (laughs) Now, listen, uh, but if I'll just say, Lord, I know you got this, and acknowledge him in all of it, listen, and just praise him, and say, Lord, I'm praising your name, but please strengthen my heart. God will do just that. Hezekiah said, listen, we got to praise him. It's a collective thing. Something that we ought to do every day. It's something that we ought to participate in. When's the last time you just praised him? When's the last time you just come and loved on him a little bit? That's why I love my grandkids and they come around, they see me, and man, they just run right up, and they, they're glad to see me. Eleanor, she'll squeal every once in a while. You know, and if she sees me first, besides her Mimi, you know, she'll come, and I'm, and it's like, mm, praise the Lord. I don't care if they get snot on my leg. I don't care. You know why? They come into love on me. even with Even with all of their... You know, imperfections, they still come. That's fine, they love on me. You think God wants you to wait till you're not imperfect to love on Him? Absolutely not. He wants you to come and love on Him just like you are. God help us to learn to praise Him. Every day, day by day, count you many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Father, help us, Lord. Thank you God for your goodness I'm thankful that you love us I'm thankful God that For your son Jesus who died for us God if all your blessings were to stop today We'd still have to say that you've been good Lord if they stopped the day that you saved us We would still have to say that you've been good Lord please help us God to be a people A praising people Uh, And help us, Lord, that it will not be something that's foreign or strange to us. Help us, uh, God, to do it day by day. Help us, Lord, to do it in a way that brings honor and glory to your your name. Because praise keeps us focused, Lord. Praise brings honor and glory to your holy name. So, Lord, speak to our hearts. Lord, whatever the need might be, maybe we just want to come and love on you a little bit. Pray, God, that we'll do that. And we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. While we stand and while we sing, if the Lord's speaking to your heart and you'd like to come, then you come right now while we sing. Come on.
0: You have longed for sweet peace and for Praise is a collective to increase, thing. Just come praise Him. And you earnestly, firmly praise